I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Don't be surprised if I ask what a bag Welcome back to another episode of the Gold Diggers podcast. Um, it's been an interesting weekend. A lot of managers got booed this weekend. Mother. Um, a couple teams won. No one here in particular, apart from Shy, actually, which is kind of a change in atmosphere at the moment. But anyway, you are joined by myself at FLWN underscore, and I'm here with Shy at Shyha, Marva at Marva MSK, Team at Team Nichols. Audrey at Audrey Milan. Brie at Brie Blue. Now, if some of you might remember <laughs> that there was a bet that was made that someone would have to wear a rival's T-shirt. So if Chelsea beat Manchester United, Audrey was going to wear a Chelsea shirt. If United <laughs> beat Chelsea, Timo was going to wear a no, no, Aaron Bissaka shirt. Was it Brie? Oh, Brie was going to wear <laughs> and a what? an Aaron Bissaka shirt. Now... We're at a stalemate, but did anyone bring their shirts? No, what's the no. point? No one lost. Damn, fine, no problem. I was actually gonna make all you wear the scarf, but it's fine. It's no, but why? I didn't lose. No, no. What do you mean you don't lose? No, I didn't lose today. Okay, but you said a couple of comments that made you lose, but we'll go into it as we go along. But I guess the first thing I want to get is actually, Audrey, let's get your point of view first on this entire match. So, what were your your positives and your negatives for Man United? Positive is that cool. We drew and was away from home. The bridge is a bridge. We're not home. Gonna need you to go closer to your mouth. Oh, sorry. I said the positive. We drew. We should have won. If it wasn't for I can't remember sliding him, but Aaron, we would have won with three points. Interesting. But it was calm. Like Carrick, still all right. But I still don't want. I still don't want to keep him. The negative of this game was Scott McTominay. He is a pack of crap. Like. No, got, like honestly, Scott McTominay was your best player. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Let me. Do you know what? I'm waiting for the day that Fergie's juice of being Scottish runs up because there's no way that Scott should have won match man of the match. Fred was really good. Matic was really good. David Hill was really good. Okay, go on, keep going. David Hill was really good. Sancho had a, was decent, but Scott McTominay was not anywhere near the best player on the pitch. The guy could have been sent off so many times, and it was Anthony Taylor I was referring right. Yeah, gave him life. And I don't know why Carrick still kept him on the pitch. Like, nah, he was the worst player on the pitch for me today. I just, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, baff- I'm as baffled as you are. He, he was not, for from, from my team personally, because they gave him another match. And everyone, I, me personally, 
it's Fergie's um, tax. There's no reason for Scott to get match one match. Fred was better. Fred was a better player today. So was um, Matic. So was David here. Why is Scott going to get him in the match? That's my bet anyway. So what you guys think Scott was uh, a decent... No, but I think the thing is, I think in terms of Manchester United, in terms of their play, he was the most aggressive one. No, he was... He was there's being aggressive and there's being really rubbishly aggressive. He was crap. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot who I was talking to. Yeah. No, was, no, no, no. Like, I'm not even trying to... Like, he no, was actually I, so I, crap. Like, genuinely, I, I thought... Like, he was the only one that like, I thought was pressing really, really No, well. Fred was pressing. Fred was... I disagree. Wasn't... Fred was Manchester exactly. United's best player by far. Without Fred, even by, the, far. by far he was their best player. And no one credits Fred. Everyone calls Fred shit. But today, in the middle of the park, if there's one Manchester United midfielder that can hold their head high, it's Fred. Whatever his surname is, I don't know. But it's Fred. <laughs> <laughs> but in fact, you know what? I forgot about Bruno. Bruno was equally as bad as Scott yeah, McTominay. He was stunk up the joint. Bruno he stunk up the joint. And so was Marcus Rashford. I think Bruno right. Marcus. No, no, no. But let's, let's, keep, it, let's keep it real. Okay, Rashford. Okay, Rashford was a bit shit. But the reason why Rashford got a bit of leeway, do you not see how he sprinted when he saw um, Jaden Sancho there? If, if Jaden Sancho had passed to Rashford, Rashford would have been offside. So okay, but he's still that. well, he's still there anyway. Whereas um, what's his name? Something, something. It was just shit. It was shit. But I feel like Rashford was the reason why Mendy didn't commit to Sancho, mm. even if he was offside. Um, that's why he couldn't commit. Fair, yeah, fair factor. Fair factor. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that, that's fine. I, I personally think Scott McTominay was okay. Tina, what are your thoughts on Scott McTominay? Yeah, I thought he was very, very good. I thought, as I said, he's Christ. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I thought he pressed well. I thought he was aggressive. I thought he brought something to Manchester United that I have not seen since. Jesus Christ. Oh, no, but it's true. <laughs> what did he bring that you bring that you haven't seen? I'm confused. Actual competitiveness. He was a back up. Did you watch the same game? I think so. Do you know, for a Chelsea fan to say that, they're actually trolling us because Scott McTominay was actually a bad <laughs> player. I'm, not, I'm actually not going to have that. I'm, so oh, so what sc- do you think was so bad about his performance? He's just a crap player overall. He doesn't do anything on a black. He's just crap. Even under Ole, in, over, he's just a crap player. I've never rated him. I don't think, I don't rate him, but I thought he played well today. He didn't play well today because if it was another, if it was Mike Dean, I swear to God, Mike Dean would have just done this and he would have been sent <laughs> off straight <laughs> It's because it's Anthony Taylor was a bit like lenient. Mm. Um, Somebody should have yeah, been sent off. Always United's yeah, he hates Chelsea now. Like, sorry. I'm sorry, he stung up. But like he, him and Bruno stung up the joint. But like I said, the reason why Bruno's getting a bit of leeway is because it's Bruno. But Scott well, was, was in, no, to be honest, Bruno was Bruno stank. That that back pass where I thought um, Hudson Deutsch yeah. scored. What's yeah. he doing? Why mm. are you why are you passing the ball like that? But to um, be fair, we can speak about Man United a bit more later on. Mm. But Timo, what was your Pros and cons of the match. I thought Chelsea's performance wasn't great. I thought Man United are there for the taking. This is the second mid-table team that we've lost to. Not lost to, like, just dropped points at home. <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> it's just the way you dropped that in. Do you know that you haven't beat us in the league over two years, right? Yeah, but that's fine. But you <laughs> are in cool. mid-table. Okay, well, have you beaten facts? That's fine. Okay, we're well, eighth. Wow. Has, it, has the league finished? It's not finished, but you are mid table. We're not mid table, we're top 16 when you're in March. Yeah, but right now, are you in the top six? We're not in top six, we're still okay, top 16. Thank you very much. So, in, in, anyway, as I was saying, that, that was the second <laughs> mid table team that we've dropped points to at home when we should have won. Man United were there for the taking. Absolutely. And I just, I, I think that the team that he, he picked was wrong, in my opinion. I would have played uh, Aspilicueta, I would have played Lukaku, I would have played um, Havertz. Uh, I don't know whether I would have played Werner. Um, and I would have played Mount as well. I would have changed that front three. I think for me, 
Yeah, it just the front three won't front three. How do you justify changing that front three in the way you want to change it? So you said you're bringing Mason Mount, you're bringing Romelu Lukaku. Mason mm. Mount's had an awful season so far. Romelu Lukaku just coming back from injury. How do you justify playing them? Because you need to against Manchester United, especially. I mean, no offense, but their their um, confidence is wounded. So you need to press from the front. And Mason Mount leads that press. That's why you need Mason Mount in that team, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I think in terms of Lukaku, I think Werner wasn't... It just wasn't the game for Werner. You need someone to hold up the ball and to kind of really bully that back line, which was, was again, there for the taking. You can't have Werner running. It doesn't really work. So, and it didn't work. Can I say something there? You know how you said you could have bought Lukaku, you could have bought yeah. um, Mason Mount, whatever... Okay, I could have said if Van der Beek played, if flipping what's his name, Marshall played, or like we we played to match you basically. We matched you man for man. All the you said our defenders was there for the t- our team. Our mm. back is rubbish. All the person you did, they were rubbish, or whatever. Okay, all the person you did. How many points did he, did he leave with? One yeah, one. But, uh, but, uh, what I'm saying is. <laughs> Yeah, but what I'm saying is the team is. She's criticizing me. Yeah, the team. The team. I didn't. I didn't agree with the team that put, was put out. I think if if the front three was different, the score score line would have been. It wouldn't have been different. Well, in my opinion, it would have been. Okay, what? my question now to you, Audrey, is why do you think Lukaku and Mason Mount addition to this team wouldn't have changed anything, especially with Eric Bailly and Lindelof? So, are you saying Eric Bailly can't handle Lukaku? Yes, I don't think he can. <laughs> what you think, Lukaku would have bullied? Eric Bailly. I think he yes, No, yeah. maybe maybe Lindelof, not Eric Bailly. Eric Bailly is a bit rash, but he knows how to stand his ground. Like, I'm not going to lie. Victor Lindelof, maybe. But Eric Bailly, no, no, no. I don't think Lukaku could have won all of the battles against him. I'm not just. I'm not saying because I used to be a Lukaku hater. I'm saying because I know Lukaku's played for my team before. Yeah. Like, I've live ever seen him not do anything against, like, like rubbish defenders and low, like, against Eric Bailly. I think he would have, it would have been a good battle, but maybe Vince, Victor Lindelof, maybe he'll be able to bully, but not Eric Bailly. No chance. No chance. But regardless, that's bullying at least one of your central defenders. No, but so, then, so then, how, why do you think that Romelu Lukaku would have posed such a threat? I don't. I'm not scared of him. Like I don't think Man United players are scared of Lukaku as well. I swear, wait, has we not played? Has he not? Have we not? Has he not played against us? No. No. Oh, not, oh, okay. Well, I don't think. I, me personally, I'm not scared of Lukaku. If I saw Lukaku run, like I don't think our back four is scared of Lukaku. Nah, he's not. He's not the striker that gives me fear. I'm not saying it because I used to be a Lukaku hater. I'm just saying. I don't think if Lukaku was right. I don't think Lukaku would have won those um, the war. No chance. Brie, no what chance. about you? What's your, what was your pros and cons of the match? Um, the pros were that we had many shots and that we were completely dominant for I'd say the first twenty minutes or so. I think within the first ten minutes we should have definitely scored. We were literally all over Man United. And even when you look at the stats, like possession, we had majority of the possession throughout the game. So I don't even know how we managed to drop two points. But again, um, looking at the attack, for instance, I would have preferred if um, Tuchel brought um, Lukaku on a bit earlier than Mm. within the 80th minute. And I think that's where he got it tactically wrong. He should have brought on Lukaku maybe in the 60th or 65th minute. And one of the reasons so is that obviously he hasn't played, firstly, that gives him a chance to warm up and get into the game. And secondly, that gives him enough time as well to like settle in. But bringing him on in the 80th minute when we're still drawing 1-1 just wasn't the best call. I think he made all of the substitutions quite late as mm. well. So that's what I'd say are the cons. And then secondly, another thing, our players really need to work on their finishes, in it? Because how can we have had so many shots, yeah, and how many were on target? 
out of 20 plus shots like one went in and just it was just a one one draw i think we can definitely do better within the finishing and also another con i'd say is that Alonso was really getting on my nerves today. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to say it. So Alonso waiting. was really getting on my nerves. He's really slow. He kept slowing the game down, kept losing the ball. And he just made it really clear to that we were missing Chilwell. I mean, I understand that Chilwell, yeah, it took him a while to get into it, but we're missing him big time. And I really hope that his injury is not as bad that it has to set up for the rest of the season. But I think if Chilwell was there the results could have been different because Reese James, he was he was on it today. Well, it was just the finishing, unfortunately. Do you have anyone there. else like other than Alonso as backup? <laughs> no. Not even like an academy <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> we loan Ian Matson out to Coventry City where he's balling. So okay, wait. And Emerson as well. Oh, and Emerson. Emerson. You said Luke Shaw was in the squad. The game would have been different. I can say if Luke Shaw was in the squad. The game would be different. <sighs> no, but the thing, the thing. No, about, no, no, no. It's not. No, they're both. No, the difference. No, the difference is Luke. Um, Ben Chiwell is in the form of his life. Luke Shaw is not. Even even though Luke Shaw is shit, he could have made small, small runs, done no, small, small passes. Are we, are we really same. going to compare Shaw's impact to Chiwell's impact? It's not the same. So, okay, can I ask you a question? Because I actually had a debate the other day with my, with my work colleagues. Is Chiwell better than Luke Shaw? 100%. Yes. Jesus. I think. Overall, yeah? 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Overall? Yes. 100%. That's not a debate, right? So, yeah, like, so, you're, so, you're, so you're basically saying Chiwell is better than Luke Shaw? Forget, forget Luke Shaw's, like, patchiness, whatever. You're what saying, patchiness is included? No, no I'm talking about whoever as a player, like, you 100%. think. I think, cool, that's fine. What about you, like? You guys are entitled to your own opinions. Like, I'm entitled to mine, it's, but that's, that's a mad statement. It's, anyway. it's just... It's just pure facts. Like, it's not pure facts. When, when you look at output, Luke Shaw's better. I mean, Luke Shaw, Ben Chilwell's better. <laughs> when you look at recovery, Ben Chilwell's so better. You're, so you're saying Luke Shaw doesn't have that in, in him, yeah? I'm saying Luke Shaw does have it in him. It's just Ben Chilwell's better. I don't think so. Do you know what? Maybe after this recording, maybe tomorrow you ask people on Twitter. You do a poll. My favourite thing. Doing I've already poll. done a poll and With Luke Ben Chilwell won. On By your on line, your account like, or the Goldigs account? <laughs> Does it matter if it's like, my they, account? They, there you go. Chelsea fans are going to vote for... Um, <laughs> oh, I'll do it for the Goldigs account. I, I bet anyone looks sure will win. Okay. 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 <laughs> do you know what? I'm actually going to put Marva and the shy on the spot. Marva, Luke Shaw, Ben Chilwell. It's hard to say because they've both been... They've had their ups and downs like continuously. Mm-hmm. Like Before, I thought Chilwell was like a shoo-in for the England squad and then... Sure, just like I thought, had a great tournament, obviously, and just stepped up um, in the last few, like b- before the end of the season, kind of thing. Obviously, this season he hasn't been at it, whilst Chilwell's been on like amazing form. So I don't know, to be honest. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if we're going off this season alone. Then of course you give it to Chilwell, but overall. I think Shaw just edges it. What 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 made you come to that conclusion? Because <clears throat> if we take Ben Chilwell's first season at Chelsea into consideration, he was absolute bullshit. That's not true. That's that's crap. That's, that's absolutely that's that's rubbish. That's, like, that's no, absolutely no, correct. No, no, no. Asked me, no. So let me answer. He was absolute bullshit. Especially <laughs> are, you, are you taking a piss? <laughs> In the beginning of Lampard's reign, it was questionable. Under like, Lampard. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but he wasn't even at Burnham. Audrey can sit here. 
Audrey can sit here and say under Ollie, there's Ollie tax. Now you want to apply Lampard tax. It's fine. Mm, thank but, you. Um, Everyone was shit under Lampard. That's but, fine. But, but, but she, my, but she my wasn't. Thing is, See, my you guys thing are is. asking me now. Okay, sorry, sorry. Finish off, finish off. Finish off, finish off. And I think if we compare, say for example, if we take it out, we compare their best, Shaw is best, and Chilwa is best. Sure, is best is better than sure, is best, and that's just my opinion. Okay, you're laughing. When Luke Shaw scored for for England in the Euros, did you celebrate? Yes or no? No, no you didn't celebrate. No. But the cool. thing is, because, yeah, did you celebrate? Yes or no? has nothing to do with his ability. As no, 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 no. But that's the type of player he is. You guys keep looking at him. Forget. I'm not even trying to under underrate Luke Shaw because I know last season he had a phenomenal season. Like I'm not taking that away from him. But when you when people want to talk about Leicester and Ben Chilwell and what Ben Chilwell brought to Leicester, everyone wants to forget how, how okay. good he was for Leicester. Forget it. Hold on, I'm not done. Everyone wants to forget that when Ben Chilwell was taken out of that Leicester team, Leicester struggled massively and struggled to keep top four. No one wants to remember that last season under Frank Lampard, even under Frank Lampard, Ben Chilwell was our saving grace at that left-back position. Mm. No one wants to remember that. People yeah, want to say, well, I'm not done. People want to tell me that Ben Chilwell didn't have a good season last season. That is kind of ironic because <laughs> as Chelsea fans, we can sit here and... I'm not even going to say we won the Champions League. I'm going to sit here and tell you that there were matches where Ben Chilwell, if not for Ben Chilwell, making do those clinical... I'm winning those clinical duels. We will not be winning these matches. You look at you look at the match against Real Madrid in the semi final. Ben Chilwell was so crucial. You look against Atletico Madrid. Ben Chilwell was so crucial. I still sat here and I still said that Luke Shaw has had the better season than Ben Chilwell. But if you want to be fair and you want to do it across the last three years, including Ben Chilwell's last season at Leicester. Ben Chilwell takes it. That, and that's that, is, well, that doesn't make sense because Shaw's always out. Because, Shaw's because always injured. That's not my so, fucking business. So, how did it, so how can you say he's a better player than that's you? He's a better player. Get back to the game, no, 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 no. We're play. not done. We're not done. I feel like everyone's missing the Ben Chilwell of Leicester when we're mixing this all up into, into one. Because I'm not being funny. We haven't even spoken about and that. Everyone's also, talking about it for Chelsea. Let's also add that Chilwell is still young as well. Like, how old is Shaw? No, they're, 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 so okay, what? How old is Shaw? Isn't he like twenty two or twenty three? How old is Shaw? I think twenty four. So what? Shaw's like twenty eight. Shaw's like twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah. Shaw our age? No. No. Shaw's so what? Old. Are we doing? Say what? Age matters now, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Age matters now, yeah. He's twenty six. Okay, no, no, no. How old is Shaw? Twenty four. Exactly. So does age matter now? Shaw has been. Yeah, by the time Shaw comes back from his injury, though, how old is he going to be? But Shaw could be only out. Let us pray for six weeks. Yeah. What happened to him? What happened? What, what, what do you think? I don't know, man. I'm praying, man. <laughs> it's an ACL. That's Wait, it, was, it was a partial issue. <laughs> it's a partial issue. Yeah, it might, it might yeah. be less. It's, it's, even if he does like not yeah. need surgery after six weeks, he's still going to need to recover. He's still going to need it's to have rehab. It's, it's, <laughs> he's not coming back at least too much. <laughs> Let, let's not get our hopes off that one. Do you know what, yeah? Do you know why you guys are like happy to, right now? It's only because Fred did what he did. If Fred did not oh, do what he did in the last minute, I swear to God, you, all of you will be wearing my United shirts right now. <laughs> <laughs> and if and if Jorginho didn't do what he was doing, you would all be wearing dropper shirts. What did okay. really? no, what? So it's Jorginho literally gave yeah. you a goal. That's fine. And you guys went to win Ballon d'Or, right? Right? <laughs> no, right? <laughs> But that's got nothing to no, do. Right? No, 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 right? So a Ballon d'Or winner is giving away goals to Manchester United. Like you said, mid-table team, right? Should a Ballon d'Or winner be doing that? I never said he should, I call, I never said he should win the Ballon d'Or. Just, just going back to the game, right? Four Chelsea fans agree 
Benito and Timo. Do you guys not have a cause for concern that your football is not sustainable if your forwards are not firing? Because today was one of the games where... (laughs) (laughs) Today was one of the games, right? Where I look at the Premier League champions in the past two seasons. For me... For me today... Liverpool and Man City find a way over the line against that Manchester United. And then, do you know what? As an Arsenal fan, you should have respect for yourself. Because, you know. <laughs> 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 I'm, not even talking, I'm not even talking about the fact that I'm Arsenal, but I'm just saying, for the fact that in Chelsea's recent run, Rich James and Ben Chilwell have been your goal, your attacking threat, right? And the attackers that you had on the pitch today, none of them look like they can finish their dinner. So is there not a cause for concern? Can I just say Lukaku, dude? Because he looks like he's added weight. Lukaku? <laughs> Generally, is it not a cause for concern? I feel like everything up until you get to the final third is clicking. But if your forwards are not putting the ball in the back of the net, over the 38-game course of the season, do you see you guys getting over the line? No, chat, can I ask you a question? Someone that has a Bamyang on their team. You're talking about finishing. I'm talking about Arsenal. I'm talking about from a Chelsea point of view. Chelsea, do you know why Chelsea can do what they do? Because they've left their fullbacks get the goals. That's fine. Football's changed, bro. Was who changed? Who's was it? Dan? What's his name? Football's changed. Can I I just say what's really funny? All these gone from cussing us to cussing Arsenal. I was just trying to ask a genuine question. A genuine question without it being an Arsenal thing. No, because it's not just Arsenal. I see Man United fans questioning Chelsea's football. I promise you, I'll I'm question. questioning their style of play. I'm just questioning the sustainability of like their, against their like a Man City. being their goal threats. I'll do, if Aaron Saka can do what Rhys James is doing, I would enjoy it. <laughs> 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 no, but okay, Shy, just to, to kind of answer your question, right? The football, is it unsustainable? No, it's not unsustainable. Because when, when Man City were getting Bernardo Silva to bail them out every single match, no one was talking about sustainability then. Do you get? Mm-hmm. Just because our forwards aren't, aren't scoring, when Man City's forwards weren't scoring, they, they're still struggling a little bit at the moment. Mm-hmm. When they're not scoring, no one's talking about sustainability. Just because Chelsea's doing it, doesn't mean it's not sustainable. When Man City no, drew City's to Southampton, were still scoring. what about when they drew to Southampton? When? when Earlier this season. season. But now they're one point behind you with all these draws and losses. But that's fine. But they still got the same result. They drew to Southampton. We drew with Burnley. We drew with Man, Man United. We're still ahead of them. So you can't so really say it. None of your forwards form is, is a cause of concern for Chelsea. Well, that's what I'm asking. Scored, um, I don't, Timo Werner and Callum Hudson-Odoi scored midweek. We okay. played really good football against a really good Juventus mm. side. There's you know that the saying forwards don't want you the the prem and I think it's your your the defence wins you the prem. Mm-hmm. Like for example, um Liverpool, they were scoring so much goals that period, but then their defence was shit. Once they had a solid defence, do you understand coming from? So Chelsea can't afford to have left backs scoring, even if one of them don't score, their left backs providing the goals. I'd rather have at least some sets of bunch providing goals. Man United don't have that. We live don't have that. The one mm. player that I, I'm just so upset not end well for him is Aaron Zaka. I know he was not good attacking wise, but I, I genuinely believe that he could do better. And he can't provide. Like it, it's sad seeing Reese James do stuff. It's sad doing Trent doing stuff. I can't put money on my on the line for Aaron Zaka to get a goal or assist. Like, it's nice to sometimes rely on your fullbacks because, you know, when your fullback's running, at least, like, Ronaldo, 
there's no one to give him or provide him the ball, bro. He's running around like a headless chicken doing <laughs> like, like it's sad. If if I if we had players, if we had good left backs of sorry, full backs, I'll feel better, I'll feel more confident in my team. Mm. Like they can afford to whatever who was out? Kante was out, innit? That's out. a big miss. I'm not gonna lie. Thank no, God, like, oh, thank God he didn't play. If he played, <laughs> would have lost. I, I can say we lost, would have lost. But like, I don't think you guys should be concerned. Your fullbacks are getting you guys goals. It, it is what it is. Mm. Football's changed. Not that like, before the strikers were scoring so many goals. Now fullbacks are scoring. Look at Trent. Can... Also, to be fair, it's fullbacks in a in a back five where the fullbacks are actually pushed further yeah. as well. Yeah. It's not like they have they're kind of like freedom. wingers in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And Tuchel has said that his fullbacks are midfielders. So yeah. is, it, is it such a bad thing to rely on them at the moment? A little bit, because now that Ben Chilwell out. is out, Marcus Alonso, he's good hey. for one finger. <laughs> he's good for one finger, one thing only, and that's scoring goals. But recovery, we saw it today where Marcus Bad. Alonso, it was, it was awful. Awful on recovery. Like every everyone was out of position today because of Marcus. No, it was so bad. And it was. I, th- I think it's his fault that we didn't. I'm beat not Man even United. gonna lie to you. There was um, there was one time when Man United broke really late into the second half. Callum Hudson-Odoi got back before Marcus Alonso. That's Jesus how Christ. bad it was. Callum Hudson-Odoi was doing the one v one. Was really bad for Chelsea that didn't catch a lot of flack today. I think Ruben had a terrible game. Yes, he did. I don't know. Yes, he did. Like, he sunk out the joint. Yes, he did. Yeah. He sunk out the joint. Yeah. You know what pissed me off about yes. Ruben today? Every time he had the ball, yeah, he looked very clumsy. Always giving it away. Always off target with the shot. No, he wasn't even trying to go for the shot. That's the thing. Every time he had the ball, it's almost like he's trying to run back with the ball. Not towards him. <laughs> no, no, I thought he... He... he, he uh, he took his time on the ball. Two, so he took instead two of just time. one touch, bam. No. It was like two, three touches. It was ten touches. Mm. But do you have anything bad to say about Chelsea at all? Like, I didn't no, did you just talk about Ruben? No, but she said he wasn't that bad on the ball. It just took long. No, I said I, I, I don't think he was that bad, but I actually do think he took very no, he long, a very long time on the ball. Do you, do you know I thought I thought Hudson Odoi had an awful game as well. No, no, do you know, I think he had an all right game. I like the battle against him and Aaron Saka because there's been times Aaron Saka was a bit scared, but then there's times I saw Cho like not want to go there. I don't know if you guys saw that. There was a I time think, that Aaron Saka okay. was actually, he moved, he did step back from Cho and then times that Cho knew he wasn't getting past him so he passed the ball. I, I think actually like that battle. I think in the first half, Cho did well to, to yeah. take the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the yeah. second half, I don't know Cho what happened in the second Cho half. Chelsea should have been 3 not by half time. We should have been. And to your Ruben Loftus-Cheek point, right, I, I, I strongly, strongly, strongly believe Tuchel didn't expect a three in midfield for Man United. That's where the issue came mm. from because the second I saw Matic, McTominay, and Fred, two I said, midfield, How? Those three. No, two. You don't, I'm not including Scott McTominay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the two and the one that shall not be included. The second he saw, we saw that, I saw that on the lineup, I was thinking, This is why we missed Kante because how's mm. Ruben gonna try and find his way <laughs> past these lot? They were basically barricaded. I promise you, he's not starting the next game. <laughs> No, but Matic, did, Matic was really good though. If it was like eight years Matic young, like he good. was amazing. I'm, if, I feel like if he didn't start, you guys, you guys would have won. Like guaranteed. Like mm. if Matic not start, it would have been easier. Yeah, it would have easier. Like he he was needed. And the only reason why he doesn't start at all the games because he's getting old. His legs are tired. We need to replace him. Mm. And like, speaking speaking of getting old, legs being tired, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Do you bench a fully fit Cristiano Ronaldo for a game like this? I don't know. Do you know what? Yeah, I don't even know why he was benched, but it makes sense why he was benched because it's, it's we're playing against Chelsea, isn't it? Mm. 
there's no one there to feed the ball to Ronaldo. Ronaldo is a scorer. He's always in the box. Like, yeah. even when he came on today, he was like, he was struggling, bro. That's why, me personally, I hope I don't get back like Sean. Ronaldo stands like, that's my guy. <laughs> I would have rather take, I would have rather it's Marshall come on because one, I know Marshall can hold the ball. Do you understand? Mm. He scored that. Um, holding the ball, I know he will get. He can lick off small, small mm. shots. He can beat small, small um, defenders. But whereas Ronaldo, he's all like he's the, he's always asking people to do stuff. He doesn't really he does stuff. Don't get me wrong. He works his ass off sometimes. But like in this in a game against Chelsea, you need to put Martial on man. He he would hold the ball. Like Ronaldo came on and just looks. He didn't do much. No, no, no. But that's he, he's capable of doing so. Martial's hold up play is really good. Okay. You, huh? I agree. Like, generally, it's actually really good. Has he shown that all this season, though? No, obviously, it's low on confidence, but I know me, I know personally, Marshall would, is a hold up place better. Like, I think honestly. it was the system as well, though. Like, yeah. it seemed like you guys chose security over, because, mm-hmm. like, to put three in midfield, I think it was actually quite a smart decision, especially given, like, the McFred situation the whole mm. season. Mm. But then yeah. it meant you were playing so narrow, you didn't have, like, the. Free, so you didn't have the two out wides giving pace yeah. and anything to. So I get why they didn't play Ronaldo in that sense because who's actually playing any balls into? But it just seemed like but I think what Man United went they with, just sacrificed that basically. Even mm. even though they didn't do much in the first half, the baby red flag was there when Sancho broke free. Mm. It was there, even though the goal came from a Jorginho mistake. It was there that Sancho and Rashford are just playing. When Chelsea push up. We will put our two fastest runners in behind. Mm. That's why the Lingard substitution makes sense. It didn't make his subs didn't make sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> Lingard not make sense to me. If you're if you're if you're trying to win the game, yeah, you don't put. Oh, I don't want to. I know. I'm going to. Oh, you don't bring on Ronaldo in that step. You don't bring on Jesse Lingard. If if I was if it was me, I'd have put on Van der Beek. He when that small camera, he did like he like he's only the one that's got good ball retention. Like the rest of them, like only five players on our team has that. If he started, it would be better. Bruno was was he playing as a false number nine today? Mm. He's I never want to see that again. Like it was like it was so like it stung he, like he really had a, a weird role because I wouldn't even call it a false nine. It was there were two in front of him. Yeah, <laughs> like it was, it was so weird. It was just the, it was deeper than the other other two. Like kind of like trying to do what Firmino does, but flopping heavily. Nah, he's weird. Stunk up. Like even did he see what he did? See, I think there was a chance of he could have passed the ball, but he wanted to just take the glory by himself. That's what Bruno does. For Fred to be even annoyed at players, it actually sums up. Man United's points, but I'm not mad at that performance in hindsight because at the end of the day, it were, went to the bridge. I didn't expect us to score first, if I'm being honest. Like, I was yeah. even so surprised when I saw Sancho scored. Like, I heard my brother scream, Oh, right, are we losing? Like, no, Sancho scored. I was like, Cool. But the moment Aaron Masaka was so unfortunate because he didn't mean it. You guys, was that penalty intent? Like, he but didn't. Just on that penalty, though, the consistency doesn't make any sense because earlier in the season, I think it was against Chelsea again. Yuri Tielemans in the box. Mm-hmm. Was that against you guys? No. No? It was it was sure. Yuri it was Yuri Tielemans in the box and <laughs> the defender kicked Tielemans' leg because he standing in front of him. Mm-hmm. And that same referee didn't give it as a penalty, but today's one was a penalty. So it's like make your mind up, which one is it gonna be? Because if that's a penalty, the Yuri one is even more stonewall than the one that was given um, against one beside today. Then even one got a response to I that. Suppose, I, I think it wouldn't have been overturned if it wasn't given. It has to be a, a clear and obvious mm-hmm. decision. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's the, the, the most obvious penalty I've ever seen, yeah. but I can see why it's been given and it wasn't overturned. I think, obviously, he's going for the ball. Yeah. He, he thinks the ball's there and, actually, uh, Thiago Silva's in the way. So I can see both sides, but 
if the if the um the official on the pitch has given it, there was no way it's VAR is going to overturn it. Did they ever look at VAR? No. He just gave it straight away. But to be fair, he did redeem himself because who was going to score? And then he just made that vital blood. You see, who was it? Was um, who was it? Oh, flip! Help me out here. You know when Aaron Saka redeemed himself and just cleared oh, the ball. Oh, yeah, that was definitely going. That was definitely going in. So he did redeem himself, and that's the thing with Aaron Saka. I was actually gonna come to Team Avana just I very briefly. Oh, okay. Wait, impatiently. Three, like let's talk about Team Ovana. What what do we do with this man? Let's let's. I don't even know what to say. What, what, we, what, do don't, we, do what we don't do is start him up front and trust him to be our number nine because that's what Tuchel got wrong today. What the fuck was he doing? Those shots, time and time and again, the goal is here. We're scoring that way. <laughs> I don't know how many times I have to see this. Like, honestly speaking, I don't like seeing Werner up front and today he just wasn't the man for it. Like, I understand Lukaku was coming off the back of um, an injury, but like I said earlier, should have brought someone earlier. I'm not a big fan. Um... And I think maybe it's just not clicking for my Chelsea, if I should be honest. I'm running out of patience. It's not me, it's you guys. God. How about you know you're not even I think he's a bust. I think he's a bust. He's a bust. Okay, Timo, what's your point of view? I agree that he shouldn't be number nine. I think he should be like where Cho is. I'm not saying that he should be played over Cho. But he should be playing should where be in a winger position. We're feeding off a striker. Mm-hmm. I don't think he should be. Yeah, but we've tried that. How can and you it sacrifice? Work. It does work. How, Timo, how can you sacrifice the rest of your team to suit Werner when, when he's got how three is it goals in twelve in twelve months? Because you have to change it to to put him in that next to a striker playing off a striker role. Well, playing where Cho is. Yeah, does Cho deserve to be sacrificed? Listen, I never said that he should play over Cho. Yeah, but then if you're saying he's going to play where Cho is playing, one of them. No, but he can still be a good squad player, though. He's, yeah, and exactly. Like, when you're, they're going to have to rotate the squad in different competitions. He should be a good squad player from the bench. <laughs> yeah, and I agree. I don't think he should be number nine, and I don't. And I don't judge him as a number nine. I judge him as a inside forward but winger. Timo, today he played as a number nine. Let's yeah, and he was arse. Yeah, he's stuck out of place. Now I want to ask you another question: Did we buy Timo Werner as a winger? We bought him as a number nine, babe. Okay, but... <clears throat> right. That's a good question. It's just a but, question. No, but, it, but it's different now because you're talking... <laughs> you're talking about under Lampard and now we have Thomas Tuchel. Uh-huh. So he under still La- hasn't improved. I will um, agree to disagree. <laughs> oh Can't believe Under... Oh, please, I'm begging you. No, because Such I think... Shame. No, because I think Chelsea fans are so... The, the disrespect to um, Timo Werner is he's literally our player. The, thing, the thing is, no, is do you guys want to sell him? Huh? If Timo Werner, yeah. Werner was at a rival club, every single Chelsea fan will be cussing that rival club for employing. Timo no, because Werner. I don't. I don't yes, talk. About, I don't talk about Pepe. Like I don't talk about those kind of kind of players. Of course you do. I don't. I don't. I don't cuss Pepe because at the end of the day, like he is what he is. But so that's Werner. He is what he is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I I respect him as a Chelsea fan. He's not a boss. He's a boss. But my I don't I don't know how. Respectfully, you can talk about ZH pounds, three goals the way in 12 you do, months. fam. You can talk about ZH the way you do, and then in the same breath, big up Werner. I, because I, I, I think I think it. you guys are are, dis, are being disrespectful to his numbers last year. He had the most goals and assists. How many offsides did he have? <laughs> goals and assists. How many offsides? Tima eight goals. He had and more, assists. Tima, How many assists? Tima, Tima. He had more offsides than goals last year. Timo. That's a disrespectful man. I can't. Timo, I can't. eight oh goals for, yeah. our, okay. for our forward. Did we get top four? Did we win the Champions League? 
<laughs> we did. We did those things. Did, right? did he win us? Was he one of the reasons why we won the Champions League? The Champions League, yes, because his run creates a space for He's Havertz. always offside, babe. Yeah, but his run creates the space for Havertz as well. Well, he still ends up offside. But, was it not... Wait, 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 wait. Was it not Mason Mount? No, no, no. No, Mason, no, Mason Mount, Mount did it. Yeah, but Timo did bring a defender at right. Away. But guess who else can do that? Kalamazo, Doyle, Christian Pulisic, Hakim Ziyech. Okay. Any other player in that position okay, draws fine. another defender out. I don't, I don't know I don't know whether uh, Christian Pulisic does do that because he's going to be on hospital bed. Um, <laughs> Cho, fine. Yeah, maybe he does. Okay, uh, Ziyech does. Every any single sure any single player in that position where Havertz scored his Champions League finals goal, any player that's I up with, with Havertz makes a run. I disagree. Outwards. Any player with I a disagree because some one player will just like run run through that space. Timo Werner. No, he dragged the player out wide. This was a shock. That's the problem. <laughs> it, this is all a shock. I can't this is shock we're having factor. This and conversation. We're having it because today told the tale. Yes, he's asked as a number nine. So why the hell do we still need him? I think I think we still I think Chelsea fans underestimate there are there are gonna be games this season where you're going to need Timo Ver- oh, Werner to run in behind. Like Callum Hudson Odoi can Christian no, Pulisic. No, Callum Hudson Odoi doesn't do that. Okay. Oh. Does Christian Pulisic run in behind? Not in the same pace as, as Timo Werner. You know what? You know what issue with Werner is? He has the pace, but he's always too fast. That's why he always finds himself offside. So yes, or are, or are his teammates too slow? Oh, <laughs> I'm just asking the question. And you're saying, you're saying, you're saying, you said he's too fast, but is it actually that he's making those runs? But his his teammates are not spotting Timo, him. Quick how enough? many times has Werner even been offside this month alone? He's been injured. He's still playing before his injury. Baby. Him and Lukaku was a, they were both a disaster because they were not helping each other. Okay, you don't like Lukaku, you don't like Team Havana. I don't know what I can do for you. <laughs> what, who can I bring that you'll be satisfied with? So, then do you actually rate Lukaku? Do I rate Lukaku? Yeah, yeah I do. <laughs> Timo is I a CFC loyal. She doesn't. You, you rate Lukaku? Apart from Ziyech. And, 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 and to be fair, Timo isn't reactionary though. So why don't you rate Lukaku for my United? Because Lukaku has grown ever since then, my dear. He's grown ever since then. His stomach or his... Jake, I love you. I love you, Lukaku. Fine. You can admit. But anyway, let's let's move on. Man of the match, in your opinion? For Chelsea or overall? Overall. I'm going to whisper this. Jesus, Scott McTominay. Jesus Christ, yeah, Scott McTominay. Team says Scott McTominay, man of the match. Cool. Bree? Reese James. One out of the hat. That's actually not a bad shout. Audrey? Fred. Fred. Okay. And Marva? I didn't watch the full thing, so I can't say. From the little bit you watched. Uh, Reese James looked good to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fred looked good to me. Cool. Shout? Fred. Okay. And that concludes He's that. your man of the match. Who's my man of the yeah. match? Uh, I don't have one. I really don't want to say a Man United player, so I'm <laughs> just going to skip that because every single Chelsea player disappointed me today. Except with Thiago one. Silva. Huh? Thiago Silva also disappointed me. No, Rudiger was good. Rudiger also disappointed me today. Seriously? Trevor Chalabar disappointed oh, me today. Really? That's what I said. Like, what? Tuchel got it. Everyone was just... Today was just a terrible game. I don't, I don't even blame it on Tuchel. I just blame it on the players. The players, every single one of them, the hype from the 4-0 in midweek, 
got to everyone. It did. And everyone was playing a bit brainless. Too. I feel like everyone was constantly at our position as well today. I don't know what was going on. Because Marcus Alonso is there. Everyone's at our position. Marcus Alonso is there. That's what happened. At one point, I see it recently. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? When he's... If Chilwell's ACL is not going to be a six-week thing, do you go in the market for a left back? Or do you recall your... We have to. Do you recall your low knee? I would personally, and I think Chelsea are actually looking at this option. We call Ian Maxon. I think he's probably he's he's nineteen, I think, and he's playing really really well for Coventry. And Coventry they play with a three at the back system, so being a a left wing back isn't going to be anything new to him. I wouldn't go and get Emerson back. But then again, there's a young Theo Hernandez that might be looking for a move to the eighty million. Eighty what? You have eighty million to pay for him. No one's paying eighty million for Theo Hernandez. Hmm. Absolutely no one. No one's paying. If that's what it costs, we don't need that. That's fine. We we call Ian Matson. Wait for two months. That's okay. But anyway, moving on. During the week, there were hot rumors about a young Ralph Ragnick coming to Manchester United. Me personally, I'm not too sure how this appointment will work. But I, I'm gonna throw it to the floor. Can anyone see think, Ralph Ragnick? I'm working with Man United. Yes, yes, yes. I think it's more of a long term appointment. Um, the Interim thing is just till they get a coach in summer. He will install some sort of identity. It might be a new identity for Manchester United, not the typical Man United way. But um, what's the guy's name? Edward Wood is going soon. Mm-hmm. And I think Ragnick moves upstairs and that's where he becomes a problem. Some of the players and the talent that he's identified. Mm-hmm. Manchester United are a club that spend money. So now when they start spending smart money, maybe, maybe, just maybe... Audrey might go back to 2013 when she was happy again. But <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Are you? Are you? Will you be happy with the Ralph Ragnick um, appointment? Yeah, but for me, it's, you can have that person at the top. Is picking a good coach, like boys. Well, some Man United fans want the. I actually want Poch. I'm still standing by this Poch ring. Oh, God's sake. That's Sorry. like. Why do you want Pot? That was in my head. Because I've seen him how he's like when he was under Southampton. I see what he's done. When he was under uh, Spurs, I've seen what he's done. He, he didn't win them trophies. Okay, <laughs> that trophies. He, he does pick good coaches though. He's, yeah. He identified Nagelsmann. Um, who's the other one? The, the current that? Bayern Munich. Um, Ragnick. Ragnick. Okay. Nagelsmann, the current Bayern coach, and one other. Flick. Yeah, one of them. And two no? Yeah, well, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, two But Man United have options now. Like, I'm seeing people slutting their way for to come to Man United. Like, Who's slutting their way to Sorry, come to I you? saw... What's his name? Ike's man just said a point that um, the rumours about him coming over to Manchester is, is nice to hear. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I saw Potch. I saw Potch. I saw Potch. Yeah, when Potch was talking, he said, he said Premier League instead of the... He, do, you see, do you see the interview when he was talking? He said um, he was he would like to remain in the Premier League. You know how the Premier League, babe. You're, yeah. you're what about, um, was it Luis Enrique? No. Oh, well, he, I don't. I don't was he I, himself? No, but I don't want him. Enrique said it's April. So yeah, I don't want him though. That's fine. That's better than Benzema. Do you remember Benzema when you guys were saying he was getting him? He said you guys are clowns. <laughs> 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 I'd rather be said being called April Fool's than being a clown. Arsenal, <laughs> Arsenal fans can't speak. Like, what, what, what? Like, 
They actually played well as well on the weekend. No, we didn't. No, we did not. No, we didn't. Welcome to Arsenal, Bull. No, we did not. I'm sorry, Audrey, you you flip and kill me sometimes. Okay, cool. Ragnit for six months. What are your expectations, Audrey? I hope we just get an identity. I'm tired of Carrick, all of them saying the DNA, the Mayanai DNA. I'm tired of hearing DNA, DNA, because DNA has done us nothing when we hired Moyes. Then does anything when we hired Ole. Just get us a good coach and get, let's just do something. We have, I know we're not going to win the league, but for me, a good, a good season, yeah, is finishing top four. Mm-hmm. And at least, I know I sound mad, but just going far in the Champions League. I know it sounds insane that I'm saying it, but that, for me, that's a decent season. Yeah. Are we still in the FA Cup? Yeah, 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 hasn't finished. Hasn't started. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's how Man United frustrate me. Or just or win something, but like I said, top four and go as far as we can in the Champions League. That that's a decent season for me, considering how we were, we've been in it. I don't expect us to win the league. I have a question. If you don't expect Man United to win the league yet, then what's Ronaldo's sole purpose at the club? Because um, I don't know who watched the post. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> do you, you know what I'm going I know with you're this? going yeah. with this that, that question doesn't make sense because we're like eighth in the league. Well, you guys are like 14 points ahead of us. How are we going to close the gap? You're gonna, you guys are gonna keep picking but up what points. What was the sole reason for bringing Ronaldo in? We were okay, to begin with to help us compete for the league. But then, who was the reason why we're not? Ole, Man United fired him. T- I mean, left it too late. Ole should have gone from the Villa game, but Manchester DNA legend for the club. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not doing it. And Mark Carrick is still saying it. Like, he, the, the DNA thing needs to go. Like, Fergie's, Fergie's gone, bro. It's gone. It's a new era of football. It's fine. But like I said, if if we sacked him then and then, maybe I'd be like, cool, we can compete a tiny bit. But it's done. Like, it's gen- I don't see Chelsea dropping so much points and seeing Man United picking up so much points. Okay, we've got Arsenal next. For once, like, before I'm so confident we can win, I don't even feel like we'll win against Arsenal this, this um, Thursday. That's how bad it is. Like, honestly speaking. We'll, so, we'll come to that prediction in a second. So, anyone familiar with Ragnick's style of play? Well, he, a, lot of, a lot of coaches um, look up to him. So, Tuchel, Klopp. Klopp. So, I think, actually, last week I spent the whole um, episode laughing at Man United. But, actually, Man, I actually think Man United are back. And I think that Carrick come, has come in and stabilised a little bit. You know, he hasn't lost. And I think um, this coach will just build on that. And, you know, I think Man United will get an identity. And I hear, as I've read somewhere, that it's not a foregone conclusion that he'll just be interim. That he'll be, he's also maybe thinking about doing it full time. And I think that. Who? Who? Magnet. Oh, I thought you said my car must collapse. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I mean, maybe, I don't know what happens with Michael Carrick, whether he stays at the club or not. But I think. I think he will definitely imprint some sort of identity, whether it's Man United or way or whoever way. And I think you'll you'll start to see kind of slow, um, it's changing slowly. One thing I'm a bit bit confused about is this consultancy role. Mm -hmm. So he's going to do it for six months and become a consultant, like Edward. Then he becomes consultant until Edward would leave, and then he becomes DOF. Mm. Edward is still I feel like this man's not going to leave you know but the thing is wasn't he meant to leave December I don't know what he's doing at this club like like, mate it's actually it's actually insane he's making his peas making his money but anyway like you said Man United face Arsenal this weekend Shay any predictions for us are we away or at home Old Trafford Old Trafford 
I don't think it matters, especially the beating you guys took at Old Trafford by Liverpool. To, I get what you mean, yeah, but early is. I don't know. I don't see us going to Old Trafford and winning. Um, I'm not impressed with the way we're playing football, and um, I think all it takes is a team with firing power to put Arteta's this Arteta guy in the mud. And Man United have the this firing Arteta power. Guy. <laughs> United have the firing power. We have what? You have the firing power. Are you being serious? Yes. Uh, what I'm, what I'm saying on. is, right, as shit as you guys have been, so, you give Greenwood, Rashford, Ronaldo, Cavani a chance, you will put Arsenal to the sword. We concede stupid chances in games. As good as the lot sit here, Arsenal defence this, Arsenal defence that. The only reason why it looks so good is because everyone we've played that we've beat have been shitted on us. The teams mm. that we violently need mm. to prove that we can actually defend against 4-0 5-0 2-0 is a joke so I don't see us going to Old Trafford and winning if we do I will come here shamelessly <laughs> if we don't I'll say I saw it happening I don't see us winning a draw at best what about you Audrey? I don't know man this team's just oppressing me like 4-1 against Watford is something like Watford I don't like I don't see Man United winning but to be fair, you have a point because the last time you guys beat us through a penalty, in it was was the one nil. No, it wasn't a penalty. Was it, it was a penalty. Pogba. It was offside, no. No, yes. Pogba gave away the penalty and he broke. No wait, what? Wait, wait. wait. What was the? You know, it was when it was one nil when you guys finally broke the old Trafford's um, whatever. Was it not? It was. We was got. He gave away a penalty. We gave away a penalty. Oh. Uh, right. Maybe. Probably. I thought it was the offside one with Saka and then. No, it was I'm confused. Yeah. The last time you guys played against each other was nil nil. No, no Old, Old Trafford. Trafford. Was it a penalty? It was a penalty. Yeah, Pogba. Yeah, Pogba oh, gave. Okay. That's like literally. If we did not give away that penalty, it would have been a draw. But like I said, you guys are in good form. We're still trying to figure out our form. Like, okay, but you're still getting points and winning, like scoring. Like Man United, we've just since Ole's since of Watford Watford game. Fair enough, we um qualified for the Champions League. But even the start of Chelsea's game. Was a bit funny. It was rocky. I didn't know we was. I didn't know what was doing at the start. Like the players didn't know what they were doing. We was. We wasn't stringing passes. You guys had twenty three passes. May not only complete three. Like come on. And do you not? What, ain't that that mad? You guys had seventy three um, possession. We only had twenty three. We had zero 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 zero. You guys have had like. It's a cause of concern. And the way um, it's okay. Party's been shit in it. So maybe that can make me feel a bit better. And Pogba, I heard Pogba should be back. By, but I, I, heard, I don't know if it's true. Oh, that's quick. Boy, who knows? I thought but. he was out until the Jan. Same. I heard he might be back let's see, um, for the um, Arsenal game. Maybe Ernie's now left, so he's probably thinking he has to speed up his recovery. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully, um, Carrie gets it right. And I hope, like, the, the guys play. I hope. Uh, is Maguire back? I hope he's not back. He's back. He's back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Enjoy that. But anyway, anyone got any other predictions for this Manchester United match? Marva, do you think Man United can take this? Yeah, I think they can. I mean, like, even though Arsenal have been on quite good form, like, even against Newcastle, they didn't start well. Um, and it wasn't until just that bit of quality, which they do have. But I can see that if United take advantage of that um, and Arsenal don't start strong, then I think, you, like, we've said it from the beginning of the season, like, United have player for player a very good team. Everyone mm. knows that. So it's like, I think it just depends who starts the best, really. What about you, Timo? After watching Man United today, do you think they can go home and give Arsenal a beating? I think it depends which Manchester United turn up. Mm. If it's the Manchester United 
the last 10 minutes of the first half and basically half the second half, I think. Arsenal are in, tr- are, are, they're, they're in trouble. Mm. I think Arsenal are in trouble. I think if Manchester United believe they're going to win that game, they're going to win that game. If Man United do not believe they're going to win that game, then it's going to be a draw. No, no, but I don't like the way uh, all of you just sat here and it's, oh, it's all Man United, but no one wants to give I'm Arsenal credit. I'm not going to lie. I was going to talk about Arsenal. Like, nah. I literally said you guys are on good form. No, not you, oh. but it's like, if Man United, if Man, what have Man United done? Yeah, but they're at home. I so. don't care. Yeah, but they're at home, so at the end did of the day, like... Did not go there? Did Everton not go there? Did Liverpool <laughs> not go there? Did Liverpool not go there? Like, they're at home. No, they're oh, Trafford ain't no fortress. No, that's what I allegedly said earlier. Like, it's possible that Arsenal can beat United. It's, it's definitely possible that Arsenal can beat it, but I'm just thinking in terms of where Arsenal's weaknesses are as well, is that, like, is making silly mistakes and giving the ball away. And given that United's strength are counter-attacking well, that's quickly and efficiently... That could end badly for Arsenal. That's why I'm saying it depends on how well Arsenal start. If they if they have if they take those silly mistakes out of their game and they get an early goal, then I think they can hold on to that. But if they don't and make any mistakes, we we saw in the, against Chelsea, it's like United can counter and can do it effectively. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But if they also if they if they play with three in midfield again and like drop off, I think Arsenal could struggle to break them down too. I guess it's kind of a perfect segue into um, Arsenal. You faced Newcastle um, on oh, Saturday morning and um, Saturday early kickoff. Sorry, and from what I saw, your football has been very frustrating. But you know, you've made some good points. So, do you personally think, from what you saw from Newcastle, you can kind of take a game to Manchester United despite their form at this moment in time? If it was the twi- the first twenty minutes of the second half, yes. The other 71 minutes of the game, <laughs> Jesus Christ, no. Was it that bad? I was so close to falling asleep. <laughs> That's how bad the football was. Like, my nan, who is 90, could play faster than, how, <laughs> faster than what Arsenal played the first half against Newcastle. Um, Arteta Ball, whatever these, these, these Arsenal fans call it, it's just too slow. Like, everything is too slow. Saka makes runs, is ignored. Aubameyang's making runs, is ignored. Um, ESR making runs is ignored and then everyone ends up being offside and I think it's a problem because we don't have the midfielders to play the passes now Thomas Party, you know hmm. last season questions everyone's questioning does hmm. he fit does he work and I don't know if it's because he, he needs to be an 8 then he needs to be a 6 then he needs to fill in the back four when White is forward he has too much to do but against Newcastle he was absolutely shocking if it wasn't for Sambi we don't win that game so it depends. If it's the Arsenal that turned up against the Leicester, the first half against Tottenham at the Emirates, Villa at home, I think we take the way a game from. The you, you can't game use away. the Tottenham game, sorry. Why can't we use it now? Because we've, I've said it the last time on the podcast, it's flipping. They were getting panned by everyone. And then you went on the following week and lost the game. Like, it's Tottenham. We even beat no, no, Tottenham. Oh, you drew or whatever. You guys didn't win your following yeah, game. We, drew, we, drew we, we even beat Tottenham. Like, I'm not bragging about that. It's no, but I'm just saying, I'm not even saying necessarily performance, but the tempo Arsenal played at. If we take the game to Man United with a fast tempo, I personally don't think they can live with us. But if it's slow and like today's a call when we're trying things like how we were against Newcastle, United pick the ball off us and they go on the counter and they win the game. <laughs> you you satisfied with that answer then? Yeah, if she, if she thinks Arsenal can go fast tempo against her, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's let's talk a bit about Arteta Ball. So two 0 against Newcastle. I personally, when I, I was watching it, I'm thinking, why are your passes so slow? It just it just doesn't make any sense to me. But 
Everyone's talking about the progress of Arsenal. There's and no Arsenal. progress. Okay, tell me why. <laughs> Let me tell you why there's no progress yet. There are not positive Arsenal fans <laughs> out there. They go and they talk about defence. Last season, yeah, come the end of the season, Arsenal had the third best defence in the league with absolute bums in defence. So now they tell me, oh, look how well we're playing with these defenders. We spent £100 million on our back line. Of course we're going to play well with our defenders. But Rob Holding and Paolo Mari was doing the same thing Gabriel and Ben White are doing now. Like, it's absolutely perfect. Going forward, not one of Arsenal's attackers have improved under Arteta. Saka looks like horseshit. ESR looks good in flashes. Aubameyang is... I don't even know anymore. That guy... <laughs> Did he miss all the goals? Listen, okay, he did. He did. He missed. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm so tired of defending him. Like, you see how Audrey defends Wan Basaka? That's how I've been defending I've Aubameyang. stopped now. <laughs> I've, 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 stopped, I've stopped. And he's embarrassing me. That that miss against Newcastle, there's absolutely no excuse for it. And then you say we brought in Martin Odegaard to um, fix mm. our creativity problems. What has Odegaard done? Nothing. But my problem is the fact that this guy has us questioning some of our better players, he is the problem. When a manager has you questioning your most talented players to see if they're actually good, he is the problem. How Arteta fixes it is either you apply some of whatever Pep and Wenger taught you when you were doing your coaching badges, or you go hire an attacking coach. His attacking phrases of play are dire. (laughs) I don't think you understand. Dire. And then there's Arsenal fans talking about, oh, maybe we can get top four. We cannot get top four if we can't score. We can't, we can't score. Newcastle, they're just shit. That's why we beat them. <laughs> they're actually, a, actually shit. Like, everyone that we've played that they're hyping up, Arsenal only beat them because they were shit. Leicester is probably the only team that kind of took the game to us and we came away with something. Brian took the game to us. We're lucky they're shit as us in front of goal. Palace took the game to us. Lacazette got lucky. Liverpool, they didn't even take the game to us. Arteta started shouting at Klopp. <laughs> Arteta started shouting at Klopp and then Klopp said, okay, I'll show you how much of a small boy you are. <laughs> Going into next to Thursday now, we can't afford to do this against Manchester United. As I've said, I have visions of Rashford on the halfway line. Gabriel out position, White out position, all of a sudden we're 1-0 down. So for me, it, it needs to improve or he needs to go. I've had it. Like I've had it. I don't care if we're sitting fifth. I've had it. November, what's our goal difference now? Minus two? Pathetic. <laughs> Can I ask what's your like expectations for this season? God knows, I'm going with the flow. That's what I am. If it's or if if, 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 if Arteta was better, like who? What do you think with this team? You where should you be sitting? With this team, realistically, Arsenal will finish fifth or sixth. I I don't I don't care. I don't I don't see top four. With um, this team, with this team, with this team, if a good manager, you should be challenging top four. But we don't have the facilities for that. Yes. We do not have the <laughs> nah, manager. Do you know what? Yeah, I'm sorry. You guys are lucky. Should I tell you why? You're not in Europe. There's no excuse for you guys not to mm. get top four. Yeah. yeah. The, my thing is, right, as shit as some of our forwards are, as much as you don't rate them, right, on paper, Arsenal's attack should make defenders think, okay, I need to be wary. No one goes into the game that they're coming up against the likes of Saka, Pepe, ESR, Lacazette, whoever the fuck it may be in that forward line. They'll just be thinking, is it easy game? Arsenal, where are we in the league? 19th for chance creation. Only Norwich has created less chances than us. But it's embarrassing. You're still fifth in the league, though. Don't let the, the table hoodwink you. That fifth is a false image. If the end of the season is there, I still want him gone, but we'll revisit it. Wait, if you finish <laughs> fourth at the end of the season... Oh, Teto gone. Perfect time to say <laughs> 
Like, I get her, but that's I how I felt about it. That's how I felt about it. it. I when perfect time to like, say Like, I hear it. I actually hear you know, it. That's, that's so true, because Brie was saying Lampard out, even when we got fourth. Yeah. <laughs> you were saying Oli out, <laughs> even when you guys got second. I guess you, you're right to have your standards, and if we ask them not meeting your standards at the Benita, moment. Benita, how bored were you when you went to the Emirates? I was very bored at the Emirates, actually. Okay. I was quite bored. Were you typing? Um, no, no, no. I was just see, eating my sandwich. So you see, the, you, see, <laughs> you see the journalists around you? They had yeah. enough time to type you know without what, looking you know back what's up. what's so funny? The journalists actually left quite early for like the first time in a while, and then the fans looked back at the press box saying, fuck you, fuck <laughs> you. Like, they were like, oh, because we played good football, you guys decided to leave, but when we play bad football, you guys stay there forever. They didn't so, play no good football, man. I, I mean, Arsenal fans are letting the, res- the results are lying. The results are lying. We do not play good football. Okay. You have every right to feel the way you feel. You're still fifth. I'm still expecting a top four challenge. That's, That's you. Me, I'm not expecting it. <laughs> okay, Arsenal fans, I guess if you're listening, let us know what you think. Let us know if Arsenal can contend for And if any of you try to cook me, I'll come for everything. <laughs> <laughs> that was your warning. So... Aubameyang, what's the deal with him? Do you let him go at the end of the season? Because from what I'm seeing, Aubameyang, he gotta go. Oh my he gotta okay. go. Obo, I would agree that Aubameyang had to go if we were creating for him and he was absolutely missing everything. The reason why Arsenal fans are on Aubameyang's neck is because we are averaging two chances a game. So if you miss the two, like for example, and I'm not comparing just making a parallel here right Salah is very wasteful but Liverpool keep creating so you don't notice the waste Arsenal we're wasteful and we're not creating enough you can't create two chances a game and then if he maybe he miskicks one or one goes just wide you're going to sit here and blame him for losing when majority of the time we spend in the midfield and in our defensive third because we're not getting the ball to our striker mm. a striker without service can't be judged okay fair do you get a new Striker, yes or no? Yes. Okay. But that's for that that French guy's replacement. Oh, Lacazette. Yes. <laughs> French, guy. French guy. I like Lacazette, but why do you like him? I don't because he's sexy. <laughs> you know, he's easy on the eye. <laughs> so, no, you said a striker can't be judged without no service. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for God's sake. So when Marshall wasn't getting any service <laughs> or, or like front, like why did everyone? Why did no one think of that? Why is that Marshall shit? Marshall's done. No, obviously not you, but like the people know mm-hmm. who I'm speak, talking people, to. People, people, I'm like people. Oh, you, you yeah, people like you said a striker can't be judged without no service. Like mm. there's been times Martial wasn't getting service. There's people still judging. Well, weren't there times that Martial was playing on the wing as well? Yeah, but obviously he. No, oh, okay. No, but he was uh, number nine before they yeah. brought in Cavani. Yeah. What service was he getting? Okay. There were times where he was playing wing, right? And he, he stunk. Yes? No? No? Yes? But I'm not talking about him on the wing. No, I'm, no, no, I'm a... just saying, I'm just saying, because that's where the agenda came from. The right, fact yeah, that he's enough. playing wing, he's stinking, he's playing nine. Obviously, him not getting the service, that adds to it, but he's still stinking. Right, then, fair enough. Do you get it? Right. And to your point about a striker not getting service should not be judged, that's the air. Because if you're a good striker, <laughs> you always find your service. So then that's what cap. the... You just no, got to talk about... No, 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 I talk about... Are you getting me? No, I talk about... Forget my show. Let's go back and look at the best strikers in Europe. You tell me the best strikers in Europe that go about service. What, currently or overall? 
Now, I've live ever seen Harry Kane create chance for himself. For, I'm, you die on this hill. So what? am I lying? So I'm lying. You guys lying. have not You're seen lying. Harry Kane create. No, he has. Yeah. He has. I've seen Aguero do the same thing, bro. Consistently. I can't say consistently with Aguero. No, yeah. When Aguero on good form, he does create his own chance and he does um, score goals. Create his own chances? Yeah. How? He does. How? Don't ask me how, but he does. <laughs> <laughs> he does. I don't know because... Not I, all I the time, but he does. Exactly. You can't, and my thing is, with Aubameyang... From, from the, the tail end of last season up until now, Arsenal fans are expecting him to take the ball from the halfway line in midfield and go all the way in, um, into the opposition box and score a goal because okay, that's, no one's up with Okay, that's, okay, that one, okay, that's ridiculous because I thought you meant like just in general because there's no, been strikers no, no. that do create that they, their they can create for themselves but he cannot do it if he's not getting the service. Like, so he's not an all-round striker then? He's never been an all-round <laughs> right, striker. That's not what I think. Cool. question. How much are you paying Aubameyang per 350k. Okay, so he should be creating his own chances. He should be creating <laughs> his own chances. He should be defending. Yes! <laughs> in goal. <laughs> he should be all over that pitch. He should be everywhere. No, he shouldn't. Maybe he's low well, on confidence. that much money? No, he shouldn't. $350,000? Maybe he's low on confidence, though. You know, player. Low on confidence. Yeah, because every single... 350 should cover the confidence as well. No. He's an actor. I don't even like... I don't like... He is in a team with young children. If we're talking numbers, right... Arsenal have created seven big chances. Aubameyang has five goals. This is why I'm saying we don't create enough for him. Because every Arsenal man that's going to slate him, when he was out here dragging that whole fucking lot of them on their bum, no one was calling Aubameyang finish. As soon as Arteta has come in, every single one <laughs> of the our... the denominator. <laughs> Arteta, of course he is. How can a striker go from getting 22-22 and then 13 the season he had malaria to um, five now? Mm. Like it doesn't make any sense. People are saying, "Oh, if Aubameyang was a good striker, Arsenal's goal difference would have been a minus." So he's supposed to have had seventeen goals this season. So, but he's not your only striker, though. What about? Um... Don't even mention that Lacazette guy. <laughs> 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 What's wrong with uh, Lacazette? What's what right with him? Every time I see him, he looks like he's. Like what? He doesn't put the ball in the back of the net. He's nah, he does, he does. He, nah, that Palace game, he did you guys, you know you would have lost that Palace game about like, Lacazette. Deservedly so. No, but he made, he's a, he makes he's a good sub to like, what like Lacazette, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. When you when he comes on, there's a, you know, there's a, there's a chance yeah. that he's going to score a goal. Yeah. He comes on, he runs around for 20 minutes and he can't breathe anymore. <laughs> no, nah, but he's, he's he'll like, he's, he'll get a goal. 20 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's an impact striker. Yeah. He's like Hernandez. You remember Hernandez from Man United? Oh, oh. No, I remember. I hated No, but you, and you get my memory. Like those are the type of strikes that you know he's gonna get a goal. Fam, I said it when he it's came true. on against Palace. I said he's gonna score a goal. And what did he can do? He scored a goal. You need strikers like that because every time Man United play Chelsea, Chikorito comes on in the last twenty minutes oh, and he scores. <laughs> I hated him. Hated him so much. But oh, and another thing. Attacking. I'm still figuring out. He's been here for two years. I had enough. 
You're a good defensive leader. Do you know what, mate? We're going to mic drop it there and we're going to put it out to you guys to answer that question for us because we're running for time and I really want to hear about um, Marba and the booze. So, (laughs) (laughs) speaking of Brighton, Brighton's manager got booed the hell out of at full time when they drew nil nil against Leeds. Now, Graham Potter, he he came out, he was just like, I don't know why they're booing type of thing. He he basically gave it back to the fans mm-hmm. saying, I don't know what they expect type of thing. You've got to read the game, etc. Now, Marva, considering you were on the end of some booing as well, why do not you me think... personally. Not you personally. Not you personally. <laughs> just, just, um, just your team. But yeah. why do you think Brighton fans are so frustrated with their manager at the moment? I don't know if it's like a longer... I feel like people might be really into the booing a bit too much in terms of Brighton because sometimes when you're just at a game, it's cold. It's been like that was quite a dead game as well. It was nil nil, and then sometimes just at the end, you just like let that frustration out. It's not necessarily a thing of like a bigger problem of them being like we want Potter out, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It might just be that game was quite boring, and do you know what I mean? They're a bit frustrated yeah. at that game. Um, but either way, yeah, I do think Potter was in his rights to be mad at that because like what he's been doing with them even even the last few years like when they like we were saying they didn't have the minerals to to do it but he still kept them up even when it was looking bad and then this season they've been doing really well what they're sitting like eighth I think at the moment yeah and it's like Brighton remember where you were for the last like few seasons um you're the ninth now because Man United yeah, yeah yeah but even so it's like and they've, they've gotten some, like, decent... It's not even just, like, oh, they've played Newcastle and Norwich and got results. Like, they've got some good results against better teams as well. So he's within his rights to be angry at them. But, again, I don't know if we should read that much into it that they're, like, actually really pissed off at Potter or if it was just that game. Cool. And just for our readers, because I think I got it, the quotes mixed up. So he said, word for word, well, they're entitled to their opinion. I disagree with them completely. You have to understand the game. You have to understand who we're playing against, how we played, what we did. I think we're sitting in eighth in the Premier League, but maybe mm. I need a bit of a history lesson at Ooh. this football club. He basically, in my opinion, with the tone he said it that's, in, yeah, that's fam. Right. He, oh, who, who are you guys? Fam, <laughs> fam. He basically said, "Be grateful." <laughs> I put dinner but on your plate. Be he's right, though. He's, he's right. right. Even unlucky he's to right. that game because Mope, he didn't know how to finish his his dinner either. Was yeah. Yeah. That's Brighton's problem, though. They they just never know how to finish. Yeah. Like they're good. Um, they're well coached team, but they need they're, they're like one yeah. strike away from being like a yeah. pretty good team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a really good strike away. Audrey, if you had the chance to have gone old, old Trafford at <laughs> any point in the season, would you have booed off Oli? Um, um, what match would you have been in? <laughs> Liverpool. No. Villa. Villa. I, I've never, you know what, for the two years or how long that man's been, I've never liked the guy. I've never. I've actually, there's not one That's positive thing. I've, like, even when we beat PSG, I've always said, I'm early out. It was Beatrice. And she used, uh, she, like, literally, we used to go mm. back and forth. And for the top reds, I haven't been on the pod for ages, but I've actually won. Every morning they used to argue with me and tell me, They'll say London, look at location, go support another club, this and that. You know what? Go on, they should go and follow Ole to wherever he's going because I've won this battle. I've actually won. And I've been dying to say it on the podcast, every morning they will tell me location. Yeah, I'm from London. What? 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 I, like, literally, I've, I'm so happy that Ole is gone. Then... I, don't, I wasn't on the podcast last week because I meant to talk about it when he came on camera crying. My United are bad. He shouldn't should have been on camera crying. If me personally, I'm taken to prison straight away because that 4-1 defeat... <laughs> prison? Yeah, like, how wild... No, like, when um, Lewis Rangel won the FA Cup, he didn't... Well, he wasn't allowed to come on camera 
upset or do an interview. Yeah. Marunia wasn't. But Ole, that's been probably for me. Okay, he's did well for the club. Yeah, he's done his best. But he didn't want nothing. That's what I'm saying. But for he didn't want anything. But he's actually kind of rebuilt the club from Mourinho in a way. Like he's implemented, he's got rid of the bums. He's brought in decent players, but he's just not a good coach. Like I always say, a team that has Varane, Ronaldo, Sancho, Rashford, Greenwoods. Um, I want to say Maguire. I want to say Maguire. So there's eight million. Yeah, like we shouldn't be eighth in the league. We should be closer to teams like Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City, mm. considering the money, the amount of money we spent. Mm. Yeah. So, boy, I've top red. So you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Brie, in in any of your Chelsea matches against Lampard, is there a particular match you would have gone City? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you would have gone there a boot. Yes. <laughs> okay. No problem. Shy. Any any particular matches with a boot artist? There's a lot, man. <laughs> But you know what? Aston Villa at home last season. But they were COVID. Fucking mm. hell. So they gave to Emirates and piped them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is that 3-0? Yeah. <laughs> You're not the only team that they piped that season. Team, what about you? I think it was... I think it was his last game, Leicester away. When... when um, <laughs> no, I remember that game! When James oh, Madison came out and said they barely, they barely trained tactics. <laughs> yeah. I didn't eat for a week. I was like, is this... For my team, you did not have tactics. I was like, this period last year as well. No tactics. You tra- you didn't train any tactics. You you spammed us 2-0. That's like what KDB said about us, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Said like, they for 10 minutes. minutes. <laughs> and you know what? Man United fans said that that's a good thing that oh, Pep doesn't know the type of team that Man United can play. It shows it was shit. Like, <laughs> it was shit. Like, like I, I feel like with Man United fans, I thought never like hire someone close to your club because it's going to be difficult mm-hmm. to get rid of them. Yeah. If um, we drew two two, I promise you they'll be saying you're my early, my own. <laughs> That's how dumb my United fans are. Thank God to be lost four one and he's gone. Like my United fans never boo early like that. That Watford game, uh, that's what I knew. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. done. Even when we lost against um, Man City, they, the boos weren't like strong. Liverpool wasn't that, but I think that what I don't know they how still Watford went out. I just still waiting yeah. for him after and claps for him after. It's mad. <laughs> if I don't I'm losing five 0 to my rival, <laughs> I'm throwing tomatoes at you. Boy, I'm just Instantly. happy he's gone. But before we go on to Everton and their woeful match, um, Chelsea fans, a couple of you are calling for Tuchel's head already. Huh? <laughs> Guys, the things I've seen on Twitter. What? Yeah, the, the things I've seen on Twitter. The most sorry. Do you know, what? there is a poll currently going on. In fact, let me, let me go on my Twitter I right now. I beg these people oh, to be an Everton fan for a day. I beg you. <laughs> <laughs> I beg you. No, before you. <laughs> no, no, honestly. Wait, no. So 1,681 people have answered, are you too cool in or too cool Already? On whose on who's account? On some guy called, I, I don't want to bait out his app, but they've asked, are you too cool in or too cool out? Too cool out is winning with 52 For what reason? Why? God knows. We're sitting at the top of the league having just won a Champions League Listen, like six months they not remember? I just spoke about Leicester away. Can we, do we <laughs> want to go back to those days? Do Listen, we want to go guys, back? Let's, let's, let's just not be reactionary. Yeah, we're spoiled fans already, but it could be worse. We could have drawn nil-nil with Leeds and we could be sitting here with Mar- like Marva. So, Marva, were you one of the ones booing? You know what? Marva Benitez? I, it wasn't... The thing is, I've never actually seen this before at a game. Like, we've had <laughs> we've had bad games, obviously, like so many bad games, but generally it's like a player, two players come over, do a little clap and then go. 
this game was different. Like usually Everton fans as well leave like, you know, the moment the whistle's gone, and apart from a few who want to stay behind and shout things. I've never seen so many people stay in their seats after a game that poor. Then about six players, Everton players came over and they're like approaching like slowly, like trying to like say sorry, but they're scared of us. Then they get closer and then they were just like looking at us like they were just sorry. They were like embarrassed and they were just looking at us like just like head down, just saying sorry. <laughs> Everyone around me scream, you fucking, you fucking, you fucking, guys, mate, you fucking, all of that. <laughs> I've never seen it that bad. They, <laughs> honestly, I was I was in shock. And like, I mean, Coleman like puts his hand like on his heart and he like, like trying to say like, I'm sorry. Goes even mad, like everyone else is going crazy. He's like, how dare, you're the captain. Like, how are you not saying sorry? Like, who do you think? It was bad. Like, I've never seen us but, down that bad. Bear in mind, it was just one nil. <laughs> no, no, but listen. So, so what's your, your point of view on the, on the game? It wasn't, the thing is, is this wasn't even our worst game in terms of like, like Decore was back. Brentford were so bad. I've honestly mm. never seen a Premier League club this bad. <laughs> they were so bad. They couldn't even clear the ball. But And we had more possession. We never have possession. We actually had possession. We were actually winning our battles in midfield. But the moment we got the ball out on the wings, we didn't know what to do. They were like... We would just lacked any quality, any creativity. We literally had no plan. And that's what's scary because, yeah, cool, like... There was one when Damari Gray came on, like he put in two good balls. Why one, he start? Was he he's, he's in, yeah, like oh, he got okay. injured in the Man City game. Um, and then like there was one ball that was a very good ball that I hundred percent if Cavalier was there, he would have got onto it. But Rondon's twenty miles behind because he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> and then it's like so fair enough, yeah. We've got a few players. Obviously, we still got a lot of players to come back that I feel like will be okay generally, but. Our season right now, we will 100%, like this isn't even reactionary, we literally could be 18th by Christmas. Like, if you, we haven't won in seven games. Oh, Our next goodness. game is Liverpool. That is eight Jeez. games. Oh, Our next gosh. game after that is Chelsea. Hey. That is nine games. Then we've got Palace away, which isn't easy either. Like, fair enough, yeah, you could say you should be winning that. But if we haven't got Calvert-Lewin oh, and stuff yeah. back, after that, we've got Arsenal. So that could be oh, literally like really? 11 games without a win. Do you think you're really going to battle for relegation? In the next like month, 100% we'll win a relegation battle. But 100%. you won't go down though. I don't think we'll go down because in the same way that like we've been a few injuries away from disaster, which has happened, but we're also like a few recoveries away yeah. from being like an okay team. Our first starting 11 isn't that bad. But when we don't have that, we have nothing. <laughs> like it's so bad right now. It's Richard, he's not playing. Richardson. Richardson is an... Oh, I love that guy, yeah, but he got a yellow card in the Man City game. When we're we're going to lose that game anyway. He got a yellow card and was suspended for this game. Oh, this is the game we needed him for because yeah, we have no... Honestly, if he played, I think we would have won. Mm. But it was like one dumb penalty, which may be a bit harsh. I don't know. I couldn't really see it. It wasn't harsh. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone fans are saying it's harsh. I don't know. Also, apparently we should have got a penalty <laughs> the other way. Apparently Rondon got fouled I don't know anyway we didn't create enough <laughs> we didn't create enough to do anything like and I don't know where our next win is coming from I cannot see it at all don't worry Arsenal have three points this week nah Wednesday we have Liverpool Wednesday That's, Wednesday. that is like a 7-0 oh, Anfield, or? Anfield. Oh, but to be fair yeah at least you beat them last season I know so. that's the only thing but and my only like grimace of hope is the fact that we're so bad and they're so good that 
I feel like Klopp will do one of his things that he often does against us and just like not even play his strongest team. I feel like he won't even like hopefully they just won't even treat it like a derby they'll just take pity on us and just think yeah, I know yeah it's gonna be it's scary like we could if we're like if we let in some early goals it could be bad uh, that, you know yeah you know when that's a rubbish like like Liverpool versus um Everton, how can you not? They're not, you're not rivals. Honestly, the last time they played, uh, and then the last, the last, yeah, last few games, yeah, yeah, they won by because of Liverpool injuries. But that, that's not a, like, as Everton fan, how can you actually call Liverpool your right? Like, honestly, for the last like few years, when was it? The worst was one of the low points was when the, it was the FA Cup. And they put out their kids. They literally put out their kids. Oh, yes. And they won. And, they won. <laughs> and after that, honestly, all Evan fans were like, I saw Evan fans writing articles saying, like, this isn't a derby anymore. Yeah, Let's no. not even call it a derby because if we can't beat their kids. It's mad. They didn't respect that match at all. And they still won. But new expectations for the, for the season, mother. I said from the beginning, I said from the beginning, I'm like, my goal for this season is to stay up and I'm not even being like, because we, we went into the season without a backup right back or left back. Coleman is like 33. Seamus Coleman is 33 and we don't have a backup right back. You can't buy one either, can you? I think maybe in January we might have some money to spend because we got rid of, we got rid of James Rodriguez and Moise Keane. So it's like, we've, we've got rid of some wages. Um, so I think we might have some money to spend in January, but not a lot. Is this so, fault? No, it's not his fault in terms <laughs> of... Said no, not on the chest though. I feel like the James Rodriguez one, I get why we... Like, if we're in financial difficulty and he was on a lot of wages, I get. Yeah. But at the same time, watching that game today, we have no quality. And Benitez clearly had some personal vendetta against James. Got rid of him. And I'm like, we could really do with someone like that right now really like a hundred percent with rondon rondon <laughs> he's working with what he's got out yeah but i will say i was like i think this was this put pressure on benitez because other games you can say like cool injuries etc but for this one so i mean if he doesn't what manager survives like 12 like a 10 game run without a win without any pressure true. on them uh, Arteta. Ole. <laughs> without a Frank, win. Frank, ten Frank. games without <laughs> yeah. one win. Ole. That's no, you guys haven't had ten games without one win. Actually, no, to be fair, yeah. we haven't had ten games. Thank you. One. <laughs> we had one win in ten, that helps. Yeah, well yeah, I would take you that right now. You had a win. You had I would take that. But no, I think today was was bad on him as well because it was like he put out the team of Rondon in the middle up front. And there was no plan. They just still put aimless balls into the box with only Rondon in the box. That's Benitez's fault because it's like, what were you expecting with that? Um, and then he had three strikers on the bench. Fair enough, one is Tosson, who hasn't played in about two years. Yeah. And then the other two are youngsters. But we're, we needed... We're one, we've been 1-0 down since the, what, like 10th minute or something. Mm-hmm. We've got... It's like 20 minutes to go in a must-win game. He didn't make a sub. He made like one sub, but in terms of at that point three strikers sitting on the bench, the least you could do is just put on some strikers and just put some balls into the box. Brentford was shit. <laughs> they were so bad. They were passing it to us. We were winning the ball back every time and had nothing to do. Just put on some strikers and see what happens at least. Mm. But so that this game, I think, has put pressure on Benitez because part of that was down to him as well. 
And he's now got to go to Liverpool. He's now got to go to Liverpool as well. got Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal. Arsenal. And then I think Leicester soon after as well. Yeah, I'm not too sure how Everton are going to find their way out of this. But, you know, I'm always down for a club that we can all just pile on and ask so many questions (laughs) about. Because at this moment, all the questions are, why are you guys like this? Like, what's going on? What is it? The manager? Is it the players? And I I really enjoy that because I feel like I learn something every single time about Everton. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for watching another episode of the Gold Diggers podcast or listening. My mum is now calling me because she knows it's really late. We recorded pretty late because a couple of people decided to come a little late today. It is now 10.15pm where we are and everyone has to go home on a school night. But anyway, thank you guys for watching and listening wherever you are. Please make sure you follow us on Instagram at GoldDiggersUK underscore. Follow us on Twitter at GoldDiggersUK. Follow us individually. And yeah, I guess it's a wrap. Thanks, guys. Don't be surprised if I ask what a bag is. Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage of the French Open begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.